0: Last time on Renaissance City
1: Raymond, Raymond, Raymond We asked what we wanted to know How about the attendants?
0: My brother's pretty smart He figured we could repurpose him a little bit Re-engineer him a little bit Some of them my brother's programmed, so that they maybe skirt the law a little bit.
1: I got an MO in this town. Maybe you heard of it, maybe you haven't. Yes, Shadow, I know who you are. Well, then you know that I don't generally result in murder. It's not my thing. But it's kind of these guys' thing.
2: Well, it started a whole shitstorm last time I killed somebody out of the blue, so I'm kind of letting everybody else react to this.
3: Raymond, I'm about to jump out of my skin. I extend my index finger to slice right through the center of his throat. Whoa! Slash! Let me grab these guys by the scruffs of their necks and fly them out of here.
1: We need to find who's supplying him the attendance. That's the mark. So as we walk that direction, I fill in cotton on the events uh, the major events that he's missed over the last couple
0: of years. Are you telling him that you killed Frenzy? I'll let Raymond tell him if he killed Spartan, are you including that in the story as you're talking to Cotton?
2: Uh, I'm not talking. Every time I fill him in, I just give him complete bullshit.
1: King just killed Raymond Bernstein out of bloodlust. Just now? What I want to do is I want to spend some time as Alabaster. I want to see if i can use any of my contacts to understand more what the mayor's office may be doing with these illegal attendants i also want to see if the lake that raymond lives at is available for purchase or if that's public land and i'll also have a courier that i work with send a message to Raymond and Cotton, asking them to meet me at uh, Bonnie's, home of Cream in a Bag.
0: He was a city councilman in Detroit. City councilman. William P. Bradley is his name. Are the Purple Gang manufacturing them, or are they getting them from somewhere? It's kind of a concerted effort. Henry Ford's involved, Purple Gang's involved, Bernstein Brothers are involved. You know, on the surface, these guys act like they hate each other, but I don't think that's the case. Do you know where they're being stockpiled? There's one warehouse that I'm pretty sure I know where it is. Where is it? It's in the Dearborn district.
2: What are we gonna do for two days?
0: We're gonna connect up with
3: our demolition man in preparation for the largest explosion this city has ever seen.
0: Time and place have arrived to meet up at Bonnie's Cafe, Spartan and Cotton. You guys sitting at a table, you up at the counter. What are you doing? You waiting outside? Yeah, we in the car. Went back and picked up the car, filled it up with gas and drove it over. You had a couple days time to do that.
2: Yeah, we had plenty of time. We got the jalopy, we went out and got the other car, put a tank in and drove it in.
0: Picked up the photos, we got the photos.
2: We got the photos. Perfect. Couple new
0: hats. New hats. Okay. You stop at the grocery store, load up the fridge. A
2: shit ton of explosives.
3: <laughs> yes, we have a backseat full of explosives.
0: Bunch of bunch of blasting caps and nitroglycerin. A shit ton.
3: It was like fucking Paw and John on the wagon going to the cave when we drove up with all that nitroglycerin in the backseat. We're just sweating bullets, hoping that we can meet Shadow safely.
0: So you're driving around you're driving around with it in the car. You didn't take no, it. Oh, it's in the car. You didn't take it back to your apartment no. or you know, leave it safe somewhere. No, you're just driving around with nitroglycerin in the car. We
3: just got it just before the meeting. Probably not.
0: Probably not.
3: I am. I don't know where you're at.
2: You are drive your car with all those explosives in it.
3: Yes. I ain't scared.
2: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna maintain sixty feet away from
3: him. <laughs> He's just running next to the car while I drive the nitroglycerin through town.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You're the likely one to survive a nitroglycerin blast, Spartan. Yeah. Cotton, with his, you know, human flesh and bone, he's the one less likely to survive, but he does seem to be a lot more risky with his own life, I guess. I mean, he just throws himself into the craziest of situations.
2: Yeah.
0: A total adrenaline junkie.
2: Just brave,
0: courage. Yeah. Brave, courageous. Yeah, Yeah, sure. You can call it that. Some people call it stupid.
2: Yeah, that too. <laughs>
0: Cotton is addicted to the to the leftover
3: adrenaline that's in his veins when he switches back. He knows there's something there.
0: And I think in the back of his mind, he's always eager to trip over to the other side. So you guys are sitting outside Bonnie's Cafe, backseat full of nitroglycerin.
2: I'm in another car if we brought that oh. <laughs> car out <of.
0: laughs> Two cars. i
2: inside the parking lot.
0: Drove separate, 60 feet apart. Alabaster, how do you arrive? Already there.
1: Inside, sitting down, corner table, black suit, sunglasses, jacket, and hat.
0: What kind of hat are you wearing? Um,
1: a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A derby. But a really fancy derby.
0: What time of day is it that you're
1: meeting? It's early, 6 o'clock in the morning.
2: What? 9.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Split the difference, 7.30. All right. So can I establish something in our general set of rules here? Yes. You don't just get to say, no, the story isn't that, right? That's fair. It's true.
0: I mean, if, if part of the story comes out, it's there. Yeah, play to the fiction.
1: That's
3: right.
0: And Shadow is the one who sent the note. And I'm the one who drove with the goddamn nitroglycerin. You can't just undo it because it doesn't feel right. 6 a.m. at Bonnie's. Place is packed.
2: I'm sitting in the car, looking over at Cotton motioning like, to go in, but you ain't blown up yet. <laughs>
3: I'm going to cover this up with a blanket. Nobody will ever know it's here. It'll be fine. Just lock the doors.
2: Oh, took glycerin in the back seat?
3: Yes. You ready? Let's go in. All right. Cotton walks in. You hear the doorbell ding. Hey, Bonnie. How you doing?
0: Hey, Cotton. Coffee?
3: Please. Can you bring me some free cream? cream?
0: Free sugars? <laughs> Can you bring me some cream, please? <laughs> like, in a little in a little container yes I'll bring you I'll bring you a carafe of cream too I know how you like it darling oh thank you so much we'll be back in the back corner
2: hey for the record I'm wearing the fedora
0: perfect white feather adorns the left side of it there are no open tables at Bonnie's right now you guys will have to stand at the counter and wait on your coffee wait for a seat to open every table's got two three four people at it except for one there's one table in the corner I want you to Roll me intellect, please. Oh. <laughs> Cringe. Oh. All
2: right. rolling three dice. I mean, he's not a dummy. Oh,
0: two. Two. Okay. The gentleman sitting by himself at the table, you recognize him. That's Alabaster Whitingale. That's the guy who saved about a dozen people the night that you had to fight the art. Raymond, you especially remember because you read the paper every day.
2: Yeah, the splatter at the museum.
0: Yeah. You know, they made the story about him. They turned him into the hero of Detroit.
2: Yep. I uh I
1: noticed them at the counter. And I um I try to get catch Cotton's eye and wave him over.
2: We see you.
3: that shadow. What's he waving at? That shadow.
0: You don't know that.
2: Shadow left me a note to come to this place at 6 a.m. And this dude is waving us over. That's
3: Shadow. You mean to tell me, Shadow is this Put it rich, snotty motherfucker you know, saved the day at the museum?
2: That wasn't just some richy rich kid. That was Shadow. That kid, he moved with grace. The way people described him in the paper, that was Shadow. That shadow sitting over there.
3: Well, let's go talk to him. I don't
2: know if it's a good idea. He shouldn't be seen with us.
3: We're here to meet.
2: <laughs> so public. I mean, all of a sudden, Whitingale is having breakfast with, you know, the Spartan. I mean, he's identifiable.
1: <laughs>
3: that blows his up We should have decided that shit in advance.
1: Aren't you wearing your coat and your
2: hat? Oh, yeah. Then nobody knows who you are. All right, cool. Got my fedora. Perfect.
3: He just looks, what?
2: Yeah, he just, you just don't look at him. He just looks like a he just looks like a dude. Fair enough. His face is obscured
1: by shadow.
3: All right, Mr. Wingale, how are you? I'm Cotton Dearborn. Cotton Dearborn. Hmm, wonderful to meet you. Please have a seat. You want me to sit with you?
1: You've been invited here by a common associate of ours.
3: Oh, good. You know he's coming. Okay. What are you having for breakfast this morning? I've already eaten. Do you mind if we eat? Not at all. Excellent. This is my friend Raymond.
1: Pleasure to meet you, Alabaster Whitingale.
2: Yeah, we know each other. Hmm. I don't think that we've ever met officially. You know me, I know you. I read about you in the paper. And I have read about you. There you have it. We know
1: each other. Well. Our common associate has arranged this meeting for me at my request. I'll just get to it, gentlemen. I was at the museum the day that you two fought the art, and I spent my time trying to assist other members of the fundraiser. I was quite impressed with your abilities. How did you come to them? And sir, what is your relation to the giant a bird-like creature.
0: You know his name. Oh,
1: and what is your relation to King?
0: Well,
3: I don't know that I'm comfortable. Why do you need to know what's going on in my life? Who are you?
1: That's fair. I've invited you both here because I'd like to go into business with you.
2: Duke, I am studying this dude, okay? I mean, is it Shadow? Because I'm convinced it's Shadow, but he's sitting here putting on this facade.
0: Alabaster, roll a d6. Six. The two of you, do you resist the joy that starts to roll over you? I do not. I do not resist.
2: No. No.
0: Raymond, I want you to roll intellect, but I'm going to give you plus two.
2: Plus two dice or plus two?
0: Yes. Plus two dice. Two dice.
2: Mm. Or four, four, two. All right, three of them.
0: You are absolutely convinced that this is Saint Shadow. Yeah, there he is. There is no doubt in your mind who this person is. By the build, as someone who has spent their entire career sizing people up. Yep, his hands, all of it. There is no doubt in your mind from the tenor of his voice. To the instant joy that you feel when you're in his presence. Oh well, yeah, the, the, the dopey feeling. <laughs> yep, all of it. That's a giveaway. Yep, you are absolutely sure.
2: All right, I think it's hilarious. this dude, Mister Whiteingale. Let's go have a drink and discuss it. That would be wonderful. Is there a place that you would recommend? Have you ever been to Buster's? <laughs> <laughs> First time for everything. Of course, right. Yeah, all right. We'll drive.
3: Guys, I'm super interested in this conversation, but my breakfast has not come yet, and I am
0: hungry as hell. Well, yeah, of course. Let's eat breakfast. Bonnie comes over, puts down your regular order in front of you. What's what's your regular order at Bonnie's? It's,
3: it's 13 eggs and four pieces of bacon and like okay. a 32-ounce oh, glass better. of orange juice.
0: Right. And, your food coffee, food. and your coffee, and your coffee with cream. Spartan, what's your what's your regular order at Bonnie's?
2: Um, bowl of fruit, bowl of fruit, and a jar of jam.
0: Bowl of fruit and a jar of jam. <laughs> no toast. He
2: eats the fruit with the skin on. There's nothing left.
3: Oh, like a full-on bowl of like apples and oranges and
0: bananas. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, she she sets all that down in front of you,
2: and then a jar of jam. He just eats it with a spoon.
0: Alabaster, had you already prearranged to make sure that this was paid for? Yes. Okay.
2: Woo! we paid for breakfast.
0: <laughs> Is there anything else you want to discuss while you're here eating, or are you just going to get rid of breakfast, get it down, and get to Buster's?
3: Have we announced yet that we know it's Shadow? No. 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 We got. I'm... Dude, I'm super skeeved out by this guy. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't, I'm not comfortable talking <laughs> to this guy. I'm sitting here quiet. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated. I
2: mean, I I know it's shadow, but he is in this character deep. You know, it's like I don't do I really know you.
3: Listen, Mister Whiteingale, I'm I'm happy to sit here and eat breakfast with you. If you want to talk, I'll talk. But I'm not comfortable giving you background until I feel like I know a little bit more about you and what your business is. What is your interest in working together? What are you after? What's your
2: interest? Certainly, Mister Whiteingale.
1: I find it it quite interesting that there seems to be an, an increase in the amount of people with abilities in this city. And those are the type of people that I would very much like to have on my side. I have a sizable dowry that I can offer. And Mr. Raymond, our associate, has let me know that you generally stay out by the lake, and I have purchased your plot of land. Now you own that land. My land? That is your land. I don't have any land. Provided, of course, that you do want to go into business with me. Now, in terms of any specific tasks, I don't have any yet. What I ask is that if and when I reach out to you, that you respond.
2: Beside side you land?
3: I'm not a. I'm not here for money. I'm. I'm here to do the right thing. Like I'm not. Am I signing up with the creepiest? But man town?
2: Shadow. You know it's him. Say what? You know it's Shadow.
0: He doesn't know. No, that. I do not no. know that. How the hell do you know? it's Cotton shadow? hasn't figured that out. You you're the one that's figured that out, Spartan.
2: Oh, I thought because he got the love feeling, he he figured it out.
0: I know he's
3: nearby. I don't I don't know this is the guy. Now I'm beginning to doubt my loyalty to Shadow because he sent some fucking weird rich dude.
2: <laughs> Holy crap. So do I realize he doesn't know this is Shadow?
0: Uh roll perception.
2: He's still just sitting here lost. Like, why are we having lunch with this guy? Uh just to. I can't read him. Okay, but I know for certain this is shadow, this is shadow.
0: <laughs> yes, Raymond, you know for sure.
2: Mr. Whiteingale.
3: I'd like to read this guy's emotional state.
0: Just alabaster? Yes. Give me a roll. Roll that telepathy. Like actively resist.
3: Ooh. Roll your willpower. Dun, dun, dun. I'm trying to find how many dice it is. I found it. I've got this sheet and I'm still confused.
0: Four, Great. um, Cotton, you get to tell the story. Shadow, you get to embellish it.
3: So I'm sitting there, super creeped out by this dude, wondering why he wants me on his team. And I am going to reach into his mind and try to just see if I can sense his emotional state. So deep breath in and I focus only on him, I can see right away that he is slightly amused and not scared, not conniving, nothing, just slightly
0: amused. Shadow, you get the white flash with the brief purple outline.
1: I try to, I've I've recognized this, I've felt this, I know what this is. And so I just look Cotton directly in the eye. I lock eyes with him and I just smile. But not a wide smile because Alabaster's kind of (laughs) goth. Like the most smile that he can muster.
2: Excellent.
3: Okay, dude. Listen. Now you know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You still don't? Listen, dude. I am super creeped out by this exchange. I need to know what the hell you want to do. Tell me some more details, please, or I'm leaving.
1: Well, that is a shame. I was hoping that perhaps our shared associate would buy me a little bit of trust.
3: Who the fuck? No. I don't know that I trust him.
2: God. Yeah? Let's see where it goes. It could be an adventure. Well, I'm gonna eat
1: my eggs. Please. Enjoy your breakfast, gentlemen. It's on me.
2: Is he leaving? No. You're just gonna sit there and
3: watch us eat? I'm gonna sit
1: and watch you eat breakfast. Oh, we're
3: seeing where it goes.
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna sit here and look at you. I I can't hardly contain myself, because I know who you are. It's like, what is this? I might recommend. That there's some fancy clothes you got on there, Mr. White, gale
1: I might recommend
2: that you,
1: sir, stay out of public. Mm-hmm. One of the benefits of being in business with me is that I have certain contacts in the city. One of which has told me that you, Mr. Raymond and King, have marks. You're wanted men. Yeah. And so Shadow. And so is our shared associate
2: right
1: now. I can offer information and a place for you to be and certain amount of protection. I'm not asking you to do anything illegal or immoral. I think when the time comes, you'll find my requests quite reasonable. You might even enjoy it.
3: You can always make a request. I reserve the right of first refusal. Refusal.
1: And now we're negotiating. What the hell? He's about the finances, but he don't need to. We're rich. Perhaps we should um, go look at Mister Raymond's new property.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Not feeling like going out there.
1: Or Buster's.
2: Yeah to stay in public for the time being.
1: I don't think that's safe for you, sir.
2: We weren't concerned for it before. After what we've done, you wouldn't assume they're coming for us? We want them to. Don't make us walk to your
3: house.
1: Well, whenever you're done with breakfast, (laughs) we we can be on our way.
3: Uh, Oh, these eggs.
2: Ooh.
3: Yeah, move. Compliment to the cook. Uh, Bonnie.
2: Delicious. Cotton. 14 eggs.
0: Baker's dozen of eggs and four slices of bacon is cotton's normal, regular breakfast order. Eat like a lion.
1: 32 ounces of orange juice and coffee with cream. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so oh, his ass. Are stinks. we going to get mimosas at Busters? Is that what I'm hearing you guys negotiating over here? Yeah, I don't know what
0: the
2: hell's going on. Let's do it. All right. We're both driving.
0: So you make your way. Everybody shows up. What did Mr. Whitingale drive? What does Mr. Whitingale drive?
1: He has a driver and a Rolls Royce.
0: You pull up in the Rolls Royce. Spartan in the jalopy.
3: About five minutes later, I ease up in the red car. (laughs) The
0: beautiful red new car. Slow, but sure. You're going to the gin joint at 7 a.m. Third shift crowd is in there. Buster's behind the bar, polishing a glass. Radio's on. Little Count Basie.
2: We'll go in, give him a little wave.
3: Morning, boys.
2: Find somewhere to sit.
3: Buster, how you doing?
0: Upright and breathing. There we go. You got mimosas. Uh, yeah, I can dig around for some champagne, I'm sure. Hold on. Find your deepest bowl. Serve it up.
2: I'm going to in the crowd. See who's here.
0: It's a wide array of people. Are you looking for someone specific, or are you just trying to see who's here?
2: Yeah, I'm just going to kind of look around, and uh maybe if I see that Sable guy, I'll recognize him.
0: If you're looking for the sable, the sable is not in the room.
2: Okay, I'm just checking that out.
0: Yeah, several tables are full, three, four, five people. What you know about Buster's is that this place is basically a hideout, a safe place for powered people. These may not all be exclusively powered people, but they're at least part of the community, sympathizers, family members.
2: Is anybody wearing a cape? Let's just start there. (laughs)
3: No, nobody's wearing a cape. Okay. Raymond, what are you doing? Let's go sit down.
2: Yeah, I was doing that while I was walking through the crowd.
0: Well, let's sit. Let's have a drink. You take a table or you take seats at the bar? Table. Okay. George comes around after a couple minutes with a bottle of champagne and a carafe of fruit juice. Glasses for everybody. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Likewise. I'm George.
1: Alabaster
0: white male. I'm aware.
1: I would appreciate if my presence here is kept quiet, as quiet as you can keep it.
0: I can't speak for everyone in here, but mum's the word. Thank you. Enjoy, gentlemen. I'll check on you again later. And he goes back behind the bar.
2: Doesn't he have, like, fans? If word got out, would there be a bunch of teenage girls flocking outside?
0: For Alabaster? Yeah. I don't think they'd be teenage girls. Cougars? He definitely has a... uh, presence in the social circles of the city right he's 26 26 right Mm -hmm. he's like 26 years old um super rich single good looking single he's a he's a catch there are plenty of people in the city who are trying to hook that fish
2: so that's what i assume is why he doesn't want word to get out
3: i'm gonna feel the room just so i can see if i can just get a vibe that there's somebody working with him, cause I,
0: I'm still not all in here.
2: Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, give me telepathy roll. Give me a telepathy roll. Ugh. Mushmouth. Four. Okay. What are you guys feeling? Mild bliss.
2: Not really thinking anything. Uh, just ride that high that we get, you know.
0: Okay. So you're just kind of feeling feeling that joy?
2: Yeah, I'm feeling groovy, man.
0: Okay. Shadow? A little sad. A little hopeful. (laughs) A little hopeful? Yep. Okay. The rest of the room is, I mean, it's mostly happiness. There's a little bit of sadness here and there, just kind of the general... Oh, I'm so, my life, and oh, I'm so tired, and you know, that sort of thing. You kind of feel that,
1: not dread,
0: yeah, drudge, yeah, yes. I mean, because it's seven o'clock in the morning, and a lot of these people are just getting off work, coming in to get a couple drinks.
3: There's nobody in the room that's plotting that, that seems like they're, like, devious up to something.
1: Raymond invited me here. I didn't set up Buster's.
0: Yeah, no, no. Okay. You don't you don't feel anything like that. All right, cool.
2: Well, there could be there could be that anyway. But there's not. But we gotta be on the lookout of all time.
0: All right, Mr.
3: Whitingale. Here we go. Have a drink. Let's enjoy this moment, but let's let's get to the bottom of the work you're trying to do. You don't have an overarching job, you say. You just want some additional henchmen.
1: No, not at all. Not henchmen. You and I have common interests. I believe that Alexander Griffin and the mayor are wrong in their demonization of powered people. I believe that there is a threat to my family's standing and wealth within the city. And I believe that threat is coming from some folks that deal in illegal work. Folks that I have become aware that you have recently
2: gotten involved with.
3: The Purple Gang.
2: Yes. I wouldn't say we got involved with them.
1: What would you say, Mr. Raymond? Uh, We run into them here and there. And the result is what I'm particularly interested in when you do run into them. And so, in order to protect my family and my interests against these threats, I thought we would all get along.
3: What kind of money are we
1: talking? What kind of money would you like, Mr. Dearborn?
3: Well, I'll tell you. I mean, we could do some pretty powerful stuff if we had a little scratch, if we had a little something to work with.
1: Well, as you can imagine, it will be very difficult for me to associate with you in public after all my family does contribute to the mayor and Alexander Griffin politically. That is something that is expected of our family, Mr. Raymond, while I absolutely respect the work that he and his friends are doing, perhaps is not on the side of the law that I can be associated with right now. So your discretion is important. And given that it is sometimes going to be difficult to funnel large sums of money into what you're doing, but What I can do is provide enough money that you don't have to worry about money and you can certainly have enough to buy supplies that's needed.
3: I'm open-minded. I'll stay engaged with you. Call on me if you need me and we'll see.
2: Very well. I want a new hat. Certainly. I want a new hat once a week. Fanciest hats the world has to offer. I want hats from every corner of this globe.
1: Mr. Raymond, if you will put me in touch with your preferred haberdasher, I'm certain that we can arrange.
2: With or without hats, I'm in this fight to make your world better than ours. Excellent. I'm here. I can't go back there. I can't do anything about that. So it might not matter to me, Mr. Lightingale. I'd be like the two endorses, the same side of the cause, Welcome aboard.
3: If Raymond's in, I'm in. Let's do it.
2: Fantastic. Sounds like uh, we're going to build a, a base of operation.
1: Certainly. If you'd like to make some improvements to the land in which you were staying at and now own. There we go. I would be happy to help fund some of those improvements. I'll set up a channel for you to receive funds. It will not be coming directly from me. I am in touch with our common associate on a semi-regular basis. That relationship is also (laughs) quite discreet.
2: It's a shadow. (laughs) like
1: So... I will contact you through him. And if you would like to contact me the next time you see him, just let him
3: know. Fair enough.
2: And then I leave. Mr. Whitingale. Yes. Let me give you my Howard Dasher's name and address right now. (laughs) Go ahead, please. Don't leave without this. Write down size.
0: Write down hat size and everything. Uh, The whole thing. Yep. Buster, give me a pen. He walks over with a pencil and a piece of paper. Yep. This is the guy, address, phone number, hat size, boat. Tell him it's for Raymond?
2: Yeah, hat, new hats for me. Okay, I'm going to let him leave now.
1: Okay, so White and Gale leaves. The Rolls Royce pulls away. And what I'd like to do is covertly change into Shadow's uniform in the car sneak out of the car and then make my way back to Buster.
0: In front of your driver?
1: No, I'm going to sneak out of the car. That doesn't make much sense. That
3: doesn't make any sense.
1: (laughs) I'll just have the driver drive like two blocks up.
2: Ten seconds after he leaves, I'm going to look at Cotton and try to read him. He doesn't know it's Shadow still. You know who that was?
3: Yes. I know exactly who that was.
2: You know who that is?
3: I'm not asleep. He's on the paper. No. Do you? Wow. He's like the wealthiest man in town. Well, that's not true. He's one of them. I don't know how rich he is. Shadow.
2: That's Shadow.
3: You're saying Alabaster is Shadow.
2: Mr. Whitingale.
3: How do you know? The groovy feelings. Oh, yeah. Well, the way he held that glass. I'll tell you, I was feeling that. I honestly, in the back of my mind, I kind of thought maybe he's nearby. That was him. Okay. Okay. What's with the act? He's trying to just be s- mysterious. Too weirdo. Dude, I don't know about playing games with your friends. I thought we were in a click here, I thought we were homies.
1: So, I'm going to sneak back. I'll have the driver drop me off like three, four blocks up, change into my shadow uniform, and come back.
0: Give
3: me covert.
2: Does Cotton get it? That was shadow?
3: Now he does. Yes. Okay. Oh, well, shit. Why didn't you say something when he was there?
2: Because it was more amusing that
3: you didn't know. (laughs) Whatever, ass. (laughs)
0: All right, well, now we know. Four. You arrive back at the front door of Buster's. There are
1: windows by where they're at?
0: No, there are no windows.
1: There's no windows at Buster's at all? No. Is there not. a back door? Yes. I come in through the back door. Okay. Stay against the wall, creep over to the doorway, throw a pebble at Raymond. A pebble? Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, I saw you, dude.
0: Shadow's standing there in the back door
2: okay i motion with my head
1: nod for him to follow
2: i'm gonna hammer this mimosa and i'll be
3: back where the are you going
2: the bathroom
3: oh all right yeah no worries you're leaving <laughs> cotton behind yes he is that's what he said <laughs> what he said <laughs> dang all right yeah hope it all comes out okay <laughs> Take a
2: twice, you're playing with it. I mean, I'm going to go with Shadow. Go talk to Shadow in the hallway.
3: He walks away, and just as soon as he gets three or four steps from me, I reach across the table and
0: get the mimosa that Shadow was drinking, and I down it. And when you look up, you also see Shadow in the hallway. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Nod.
3: Oh. Shit. And then I... Slam my
0: own dream. And then I follow. Clear the table of mimosas, and uh, away you go. Okay, they meet you in the hallway. What's up? We're wanted. Yeah.
1: We have to be careful. What's our next mark?
2: Man, we don't know. We are not
3: investigators. We gonna sit here and just act like we don't know that it's Shadow. I'm calling him out. Oh,
2: yeah, okay.
3: Dude, what is going on with you coming in here pretending to be Richie Rich and then you're back as Shadow? Like, I don't even get the game. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: I don't know what you're talking
0: about.
1: <laughs>
0: roll a d6. Bro. One. one. Cotton and Spartan roll willpower. Okay.
2: One, one, three. Three together.
0: One. Cotton, you feel an overwhelming sense of joy roll over you yep
2: weird is it the smell of his farts?
0: <laughs> you keep trying to make it that <laughs> but no you don't smell anything it's the same feeling that you got when you sat down at the table with alabaster white and Gale.
2: oh but i didn't get it this time
0: you didn't get it this time
2: right i didn't get it last time i had to stay serious okay
3: Dude, nobody makes me feel that way except Shadow. And Alabaster did the same thing. I don't know what that is, but keep doing that. I don't know what you're talking about. I wish uh-huh. I did. What are we doing? It smells like bathrooms. Can we leave? Yes. <laughs> Where are we going?
2: What are we doing? Oh, shit. I didn't yeah. pay Buster. We're so discombobulated.
3: I got to go back and pay Buster. Hold on a second. Buster. Buster. Hey, I got the mimosas. Here's some extra. Ah, oh, just,
0: just the one, all right, okay. Be safe, guys. Thanks for coming in, see you next time.
2: I'm gonna take this moment, Captain Shadow. Shadow, why have you offered your services to the other side, The Frenzy and Ray Bernstein? Are you with us or are you not?
1: I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Have you ever heard the phrase, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar? In our world, it means sometimes you can get more from being nice. And if they thought that we were allies, maybe they would let us know who was really pulling the strings.
2: Okay, okay. he evidently doesn't need money. Bought a lake. So what are we doing? Yeah, we got to get in some action. Y'all ready to go? Who's got intel on the factory?
3: I got the
1: tab. Let's go shadow has intel in the factory gents the factory that we're looking for where they're stockpiling attendance is in dearborn
0: whoa let's go that's a little close to home it's where your mom lives cotton it is the middle of the day still correct that's what i mean it's like early yeah. morning it's like nine yeah. o'clock yeah it's like eight o'clock in the morning yeah yeah Do so you guys make plans you you get the information from Shadow saying that the warehouse is in Dearborn and that's where we'll pick up next time. Then we can just jump some action, kick some ass. You're just going to go nitroglycerin an entire warehouse that's full what of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing subtle about fucking cotton and scarlet spartan. Not a goddamn thing. Rip off nipples. Plunge hearts, pierce throats.
3: Walk up with an ear in your mouth.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love it. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. My name is Duke Walter, your game master. Renaissance City is a Prowlers and Paragons Ultimate Edition actual play set in an alternate 1920s Detroit. It's a bit noir, a bit sci fi, and a whole lot of fun. You can follow me on Twitter at Invisible Duke. The Scarlet Spartan is played by Dean Martin Jr. Cotton Dearborn and King are played by Chris Freedom. Saint Shadow is played by Jazz Abramowitz. You can find all of our content at TTRPTheater.com. We have links to our YouTube page, our Twitter, Twitch, all of those things there. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time for more Renaissance City.